This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We're learning more about the Chinese balloon. We have the story. Tedgwick County Sheriff says fentanyl has taken over the drug trade. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Light snow and flurries were making an exit out of southeast Kansas this morning. A clear sky for us. Temperatures running below normal today, but warming up this weekend. Our full forecast in just a few minutes. New details emerging about the Chinese balloon that was shot down by U.S. forces. Fox's Jonathan Hunt reports. We learned that the balloon is just one of a fleet operated by the Chinese military with the specific aim of spying on the U.S., in this case, many other countries in many other cases. And that the balloon shot down by a U.S. fighter jet on Saturday was laden with sophisticated equipment to gather intelligence and possibly to transmit that intelligence directly to Beijing. And as the U.S. Navy continues to collect debris from the waters off of South Carolina, it has emerged that some of the recovered parts were Western-made and had English writing on them. Officials have not publicly named the manufacturer of those parts. The U.S. believes the parts were made by a company that has close ties to People's Republic of China. Sheriff Jeff Easter tells KNSS News there is a new most abused drug in Sedgwick County, and it's a killer. Fentanyl has taken over the drug trade. Uh, all of that is brought up. Uh, through the border by the Mexican cartels. They control all of the drug trade here in the United States, including Kansas. The best thing that I can tell you is is that anything that is in pill form is going to be laced with fentanyl, uh, especially what they call fake Percocets. That's why our overdose rates have doubled in the last two years. Sheriff Easter is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock on KNSS. The Kansas Senate has confirmed the appointment of Tony Mativi. Uh, as director of the Kansas Bureau of Investigation, he takes over for Kirk Thompson, who retired in December. Attorney General Chris Kobach nominated Mativi January 9th, citing his decades of experience working with law enforcement to put away some of the nation's most violent and dangerous offenders. Director Mativi served as a federal prosecutor for over 20 years. A Kansas man who pleaded no contest to the stabbing death of his uncle has been sentenced. 34-year-old Douglas McGathy will spend more than 15 years in prison. The sentence handed down yesterday. Back in August of 2021, Sedgwick County Sheriff's deputies found Kelly Joe Ralph, McGathy's uncle, in a driveway in the 5600 block of South 143rd Street East with multiple stab wounds after a fight broke out between the two over a gun deal. Ralph was hospitalized and later pronounced dead. A water rebate is available to Wichita residents who conserved water in January. $100,000 was approved for the Water Conservation Rebate Program. Mayor Brandon Whipple says uh, 84 devices have been approved, but around $94,000 remains to be handed out. Folks who went by a water-safe appliance or, or water conservation-approved appliance uh, in anticipation of getting this rebate, uh, if they didn't get the rebate because they fell into that small uh, a gap uh, to be able to uh, retroactivate those rebates for folks. You can apply for a water conservation rebate form online at wichita.gov.
President Biden speaking in Florida yesterday, pledging again to defend Medicare and Social Security against any cuts. The president added to the back and forth with the GOP started during the State of the Union. He was complimentary to new House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The Speaker of the House has been reasonable in terms of discussions with me so far. But the president says the truth will come when spending plans are submitted in just weeks. Lay out our budgets. You put yours down, I'll put mine down. And our people sit and compare them. The president says he won't cut Social Security and... I'm going to extend the Medicare trust fund for at least two decades. He wants to see if GOP budget writers stick with a plan for big cuts. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.04. Four minutes past 8 o'clock. And we are now just a few minutes away from our live Friday morning visit with Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, just two days out from the Super Bowl. Mitch, coming up live in a couple, few minutes. Yeah, it's almost time for the big game. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. Even Ted in the morning on KNS. The KNSS Morning News with Steve Ted, 808 now, eight minutes past eight o'clock on this Friday morning. The Kansas Department of Transportation has kicked off efforts to reduce impaired drivers over the Super Bowl weekend. The Fans Don't Let Fans Drive Drunk campaign is urging drivers to arrange for a designated driver if they've been drinking. Law enforcement will be focused on detecting and arresting impaired drivers across Kansas this weekend. Just about time for the big game. The Super Bowl is arguably the country's biggest pop culture event. In addition to the parties, the commercials, and the halftime show featuring Rihanna this year, the game should be pretty good as well. The Chiefs and Eagles were the top two teams in football most of the season, and stars abound for both squads, led by their quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes of Kansas City and Philadelphia's Jalen Hurts. The game also will feature the first time two brothers have ever faced each other in a Super Bowl, with Eagles center Jason Kelsey taking on his little brother Travis, the Chiefs' title end kickoff will be just after 6 30 eastern time sunday night and you can watch all the action on fox i'm eric messersmith fox news and of course you can listen right here to the super bowl sunday on 98 7 and 13 30 knss house republicans are holding a hearing over alleged political bias within the federal government and government agencies Fox's Kevin Cork reports. The House Weaponization Subcommittee's very first hearing actually featured a pair of panels of witnesses, and they were expected to present testimony and to illustrate how they believe the DOJ has compromised American civil liberties. Lawmakers and panelists scrutinized many of the most controversial decisions made by some of the country's most powerful agencies, like the DOJ, including its handling of the Biden pay-for-play influence peddling allegations. Even worse yet, whistleblowers say the bureau itself is now compromised. Democrats argue Republicans are trying to weaponize Congress. A man in Florida facing charges after an unorthodox convenience store robbery. Investigators in Palm Coast, south of St. Augustine, arrested Lance Kurtz for theft last weekend after he took several items from a convenience store. The suspect was easy to track down because he purposely left his debit card behind Telling deputies. So then I could come back later and pay for it. And then he added. I didn't want to steal anything. You know, it's against the law. 
don't know if they teach you guys that. But the arrest may have taught Kurtz a legal lesson. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office put out a statement saying, card or no card, that will not absolve someone of theft. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 8-11, 11 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Traffic in the Wichita area has been looking good this morning. Uh, Taking a look at the gasoline prices out there, not seeing a lot of movement. Uh, Average is still $2.99 a gallon. Really easy to find $2.99 a gallon gasoline out there this morning. And the most common price we're seeing. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast. With KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clearing sky across south central Kansas, it'll be sunny today. A bit breezy this afternoon with a high 42. Clear overnight, Charlo near 20. And then warmer air will start to move in from the south tomorrow. Saturday's high closer to 50. Breezy and 56 on Sunday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now clear sky. We have a north wind at 15 miles per hour and 24 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Up-to-date events and new whiskey and bourbon releases are available in the Monarch newsletter. Sign up online at monarchwichita.com. Stephen, Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, Ted, uh, today is the 10th day Mm -hmm. of February. It was on this date in 1967 that the the, uh, 25th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, dealing with presidential disability and succession, was ratified as Minnesota and Nevada adopted it. So the 25th Amendment, I guess the vice president's next in line, and then after that, what, Speaker of the House? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the way it goes. They so, didn't have that codified until 67? Apparently not. And, uh, I, I, you know, of course, the assassination of Kennedy, just a few years before they passed this thing, uh, apparently got everybody's attention. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, that, uh, yeah, should have been codified. All right, uh, Let's see. Yesterday's high, 52 degrees. Normal high for the date, 47. Um, Not bad. We've got a big birthday today uh, for our uh, our kingdom, and that is Glenn Beck having his 59th birthday. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's on the air right after we be are. At 9 o'clock this morning. A special guest will be Mike Pompeo today. Uh-huh. Of course, a former U.S. representative from Kansas and Secretary of, uh, Secretary of State. So that should be good. 8.13 now, Stephen Ted on KNSS. And here we go. Here Every we go. Friday morning, here we go once again. And we've made it all the way to almost the very end. It is the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs joining us here on a Friday morning. As we say, good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning, Theodore. Hello from Scottsdale, Arizona. And uh, not always do we do these Eddie Plopper reports from the Super Bowl that we've had three of the last four years. So uh, just a lot of electricity down here. Uh, it's been quite a week, uh, a packed-in week. But uh, here we go, Trying time to go win a championship. How are things at the Quality Inn in Scottsdale? Well, great. Breakfast is real good here. Hang on just a second. Let me see. Is that is that the biscuits and gravy? Oh, no, <laughs> that's sparkling. Okay. No, I thought, oh, God, I thought. They're just they're mudding some sheetrock here, and uh, but that's I thought it was biscuits and great. No, no, no. Okay. try that homemade like waffle. Sugar. Try the homemade waffle. That's good. Yeah, it's right. It's right here. Hang on, hang on a second. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know. Yeehaw. Is that green? Is that is that food coloring or is that? I'm, I'm asking. Is that food coloring or? Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'll have that either. Wait a minute. There's some fruit bowl over here. Oh gosh. Is now 
Is that a plum, ma'am? Is that a plum? <laughs> oh, no, I hope so. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. Quality in. And for $1,000 a night, it's not bad. I got a deal. I'm, I'm predicting that Mahomes is going to throw three touchdown passes and that Kelsey will catch two of them. If you think I'm crazy or do you think it could happen? No, I think you're a savant. Um, I, and honestly, I counted up. I was laying awake in the middle of the night. About the time you guys get up, I'm like, I might as well just get up. Because uh, I've, I've done 35 shows this week, oh, including four four Canadian shows. Oh. Uh, in a show, I kid you not, uh, Western Europe loves the NFL. There's only two German shows. But uh, how many unicorns can you have on one team? And you just described two NFL unicorns, and I'll throw in a third. And I think it's the biggest asset the Chiefs have in an attempt to win Super Bowl 57, and that's Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. If Andy Reid wins this game, it will be, what, his 22nd uh, postseason victory. And if he's not on Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches, and don't snicker because I can make a case he should be, then he's on the next closest mountain. And you need to start chiseling some rock out of Andy Reid's face is one of the greatest of all time. If he gets the second, he should be anyway, will be anyway, but you get him a second Super Bowl victory uh, with all the other stuff he's accomplished, and you got unicorns riding into this game. What are the chances that special teams uh, or, or, the, or the kicker is going to win this game Sunday afternoon? What did, what did you have for breakfast? <laughs> what did you – you're having some a of this – I had a muffin. Sheetrock mud, aren't you? You're having some of this biscuits and gravy sheetrock mud from the – quality in uh i think there are at least two explosive special teams plays coming in this game to favor the chiefs don't know what shape or form that will be in could be a big return could be a coverage of a return on a muff punt it could be a block kick it's just just write it down i don't know when i'll be on again with you guys but bring it up it'll either age poorly or Steve, you're on fire this morning. Yeah, what are the because others? you're just you're just you're a unicorn because you're bringing up Hall of Fame stuff here, buddy. That I'm with you. No one's talked about it. Thirty-five shows. No one's asking about special teams, and I'm going, and, and just based on my study, what I've seen, I'll just go right with you. I think there's some big special teams plays coming. Well, I know this is not a sexy topic to talk about, but I was looking through the stats last night, and I, it seemed very, very comparable between these two teams oh, yeah. until I got to the punting game. The Chiefs, mm. great punting. The Eagles almost last in the league. And wouldn't really? it be amazing if the Chiefs got an extra 15 or 20 yards every time somebody How had to punt that? the ball? Yeah. And that could be the difference in this game. So there you are. Throw that in there, and that should be a main topic of discussion along with the other things that are main topics of discussion. Brett Kern was signed by them. He's been in the league for a long-time Titan punter. But Sipos, their, Aaron Sipos, their punter, uh, had an injury about midseason. And so their punting game has been in a little bit of a uh, disarray, and they signed Kern off the street. <clears throat> and, yeah, it's, it's suffered some, but even their coverage units will struggle because some of that is coverage. If you look at gross slash net, some of that's a bad punt, but some of it's also <clears throat> some lack in coverage. But this is a very strong Philadelphia Eagles team. Mm-hmm. They have no weaknesses, but if there is a weakness, you guys are on it this morning. Of course, these two are made. This is the second least played rivalry in Chiefs franchise history. The Chiefs and the Eagles don't meet very often. They've only met nine times ever. 
Isn't that crazy? It seems like, though, it's been more frequent. Uh, we played them last year. That was the famous Andy Reid get 100 games. Uh, he won his 100th game with us, and he had, of course, over 100 with the Eagles. <clears throat> By the way, he's the only coach, Andy Reid, NFL history, to have double-digit playoff victories for two separate franchises. Um, but, gosh, we played him in 17. That was... Uh, uh, that was a that was a big game. Doug Peterson was coaching. They would go on to win the Super Bowl uh, for the Eagles, but they lost to the Chiefs at Arrowhead. And then I remember in 13, Andy Reid's first year here, the Chiefs were not going to lose that game. The same look I'm seeing on Andy Reid's face over the past two weeks is what I saw that week of like, oh, he wants this one. And not that he's vindictive, but he wants this one. Uh but, yeah, they don't play often, and I think that's to the Chiefs' advantage. I was actually on a show uh, with the, a group in San Francisco, the 49ers flagship station, and we talked about that game this year and the Super Bowl 54, and, of course, those aren't great memories for them. But I said, you guys know this. The Chiefs are hard to play if you don't play them very often because there's so many unique things to the way they approach the game and the comprehensive nature in which you have to prepare. Now, the Eagles have two weeks to prepare. They just played us last year. Um, but still, the Chiefs have won 16 consecutive games in the regular season over the NFC. They have won 14 of 15 regular or post with the only loss in, to an NFC team in Super Bowl 55 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that was under extraordinary circumstances. Just think of what happened just before we got on the plane to go down. That was COVID, and it was weird, but... It was also, you know, the, the accident involving Coach Reed's son. And it was just weird. And we're playing Tampa in Tampa Stadium. That's the only loss to an NFC team by the Chiefs since Patrick Mahomes did not play against Green Bay in the middle of the 2019 season. Since then, it's been a Chief win every time. Now, why am I bringing that up? Because it, it accentuates, I think, what you guys are alluding to. If you don't play the Chiefs very often, they're even harder to beat if you're a regular opponent. So that's also, I think, in the Chiefs' favor Sunday night. And putting a cherry on top of this one last night, Patrick Mahomes wins yeah, the National Football League's Most Valuable Player Award, 48 of the 50 votes, overwhelmingly. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think he even carried the state of Arizona. I don't think it's even, I don't even think it's controversial <laughs> down here. Uh, imagine a non-controversial Arizona election. Anyway, um, yeah, but here's here's where I'm going to, now I'm going to make everybody nervous because, I'm hopefully reassuring folks driving around Wichita today that, yeah, yeah, we got them. Now I'm going to make you nervous. There have been four quarterbacks who have won the MVP, been the number one seed, led the league in passing and passing touchdowns that played in the Super Bowl, four. Tom Brady, in that, I'm talking this specific season when they won all those awards. Uh, Peyton Manning. Uh, let's see, Dan Marino, and who's the other one? Might be Drew Brees. I'll, I'll, anyway, there's four of them. None of them won the Super Bowl. Oof. They all played in the Super Bowl. They all lost the Super Bowl. This game will be historic for a lot of reasons mm -hmm. if the Chiefs can pull this off. So he would be the first quarterback in NFL history to be the MVP of the season, Be have the number one seed, number one in in total offense and passing yards and passing touchdowns and win the Super Bowl. It's never happened. Brady's done it, right? He won seven Super Bowls, but he never led uh, those statistical categories in that season. 
The Chiefs and the Eagles, Super Bowl 57. It's two days away mm-hmm. on Sunday, kickoff at 5.30 p.m. from Glendale, Arizona. As long as we have Mitch Holtis on the line, yes. we must ask Mitch, how does this Super Bowl uh-huh. matchup between the Chiefs and the Eagles somehow, how? somehow relate to Wichita State Shocker football? How? As part of our Eddie Papa Kansas City Chiefs matriculate down the field update. <laughs> Thank you, Hank Stram, and thank you, American at Credit. Honestly, I want to mention them, too. Oh, yeah. Specific mention, phenomenal all year long in helping uh, those in agriculture and agribusiness, but they bring us these reports and <clears throat> make it available for me to be on with you guys every Friday morning. All right. Thanks to them. Go to agloan.com. Here's – take the palm of your hand, slap it against your forehead, because this one's really obvious. And think Ray Patterson and think Charlie Taylor. Now, Ray Patterson was a really good friend, great man, passed away too soon, man of the Lord, awesome dude. And he was a scrappy dude, man. He was, but he was on the 1963 Wichita State team, along with linebacker Bill Parcells, mm-hmm. that came to play here. They played the Arizona State Sun Devils in the first game of the year in the 1963 season. Arizona State, heavy favorites, jumped out to a 13 to nothing lead. But Ray Patterson led the charge, and the Shockers scored the next 33 points. Yeah! <laughs> it was a brilliant upset, 33-13, to 13 in the first game of 1963. Now, why was that significant? Well, Frank Cush, Hall of Fame coach, mm-hmm. was Arizona State's yep. coach, and they had Charlie Taylor. He's on the Washington Commanders Ring of Honor and was one of the great receivers in, in Washington's pro football history. He was on that team. So were a bunch of other studs on that team. Frank Cush was so ticked that the Arizona State Sun Devils lost this game. He had a scrimmage at 1230 that night. Shockers left, Tempe, they're gone. Ray Patterson's nibbling on a sandwich after a great performance. They're, they're out of there. Nope. Sun Devils get on the field. They scrimmaged. And then the Arizona State Sun Devils never lost a game the rest of the year. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So what happened? The Shocks go on to win their last ever Missouri Valley Conference championship. Mm -hmm. So the Chiefs on Sunday night will try to win a championship here in the desert, just as the 63 Shocks led by the late, great Ray Patterson (laughs) did and caused Frank Cush to have a 12.30 a.m. scrimmage with his team after a game. That dude, he was... He would never have lasted in this day. <laughs> no, 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 he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, he was a mean dude, man. Frank <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bench, got a bit, it's been a great year. Bring it back. Been a when great year with you. Thanks for being with us again yeah, this year. Awesome. And as always, yeah, have a great call on right. Sunday. And we say thank you. Thank, thank you, Bench. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Theodore. Let's go win a championship. Sounds good. All right. Once again, we will have uh, the game live Sunday right here on KNSS. Kickoff at 5.30 p.m. We'll have Chiefs Radio Network pre- and post-game coverage here on KNSS as well. Coming up the Hannity Morning Minute. And uh, he says too many Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. That's coming up, Stephen, 10 of the morning on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, KNSS. 24 degrees now. The special counsel appointed to oversee some of the investigations related to former President Trump 
has subpoenaed former Vice President Mike Pence. Sources confirmed to Fox that the subpoena from Special Counsel Jack Smith came after months of negotiations between former Vice President Pence's legal team and federal prosecutors. Smith was appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland in November to look into the criminal investigation of classified documents kept by the former president at his Mar-a-Lago estate, as well as if he had any involvement with the January 6th riot. Both the DOJ and Pence's office have so far declined to comment. It remains unclear what exactly prosecutors will seek from the former vice president and if he will invoke claims of executive privilege. In Washington, Sean Langel, Fox News. A hearing debating the death penalty in Kansas has concluded, but the judge has not issued an opinion. Closing arguments were made yesterday. The ACLU contending it's impossible to get fair and impartial juries in capital murder cases in Kansas, saying jury selection can be racially biased. Sedgwick County District Attorney Mark Bennett objected to the premise of the hearing, saying it should be up to the it should be left up to the legislature or the state supreme court. You cannot ask a jury to um, consider the death penalty unless they have been dis- death qualified on the front end, meaning you have to discern which jurors say they could impose the death penalty but would not automatically de- impose the death penalty. Fundamentally, that's what a death qualification means. And the hearing was part of a pretrial motions for Kyle Young, who is set to go to trial on capital murder charges later this fall. The judge expected to issue a written opinion before the jury selection for that trial begins. The Senate is holding hearings about the number of cancellations by Southwest Airlines over the holiday season. Fox's Jackie Ibanez reports. Top executives from Southwest Airlines got an earful from lawmakers over that massive meltdown that ruined holiday travel plans for thousands. Southwest Airlines Chief Operating Officer Andrew Watterson acknowledged an apology alone would not suffice for the roughly 17,000 flights that were canceled, telling lawmakers, quote, we messed up. In hindsight, we did not have enough winter operations resiliency. From where and how we de-ice aircraft to the cold resiliency of of our ground support equipment and infrastructure. And Southwest says the changes, they're on the way, including prioritizing enhancements to its crew scheduling software. Watterson also told reporters Southwest executive bonuses will be reduced this year because of the fiasco. Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We are clear, breezy, and cold here early on. It's going to be sunny throughout today with temperatures in the upper 30s by the time we head to lunch. 42 for the high this afternoon. Clear overnight, Charlo 21. And then for Saturday, sunny with a high in the upper 40s to around 50. Will be breezy Sunday afternoon with a high in the mid 50s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now clear and 24 degrees. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. It's time for entertainment news. We call it the Blur with Ted Woodward. One of the great songwriters of the 20th century has died. Songwriter Burt Bacharach died of natural causes in Los Angeles. He was 94 years old. The composer, arranger, and producer's songs, many of them with lyricist Hal David, became chart-topping smash hits, in particular under the vocal talents of Dionne Warwick. The only 60s, 70s songwriting duo that rivaled them were Lennon and McCartney. Bacharach had six Grammys. His music was also synonymous with some of the biggest films in the late 60s and 70s. He was recognized by the Academy Awards and Golden Globes for his work on Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and for the film Arthur. Michelle Polino, Fox News. One of my favorites is The Windows of the World. Love that song. That's a great song. Oh, that's a great song. Well, I've been listening to Bacharach Records my whole life. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm two, three years old. I was listening to Burt Bacharach Records on the record player. I'm just... 
a huge fan. Always have been. And I got to thinking, here on Steve and Ted in the Morning, we have interviewed three live guests that recorded Bacharach music. Dion Warwick. We had Dion Warwick on a few years ago. The late B.J. Thomas. B.J. Thomas. Was, I think one of our best interviews ever. Yeah. And uh, Tony Orlando. Wow. So we had, uh, we've had three artists on who recorded Bacharach How songs about over that? the years. Yeah. Bert yeah. Bacharach has passed. Here we are on the 10th of February. It's February 10th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. Today is the day we all deserve. It's National Umbrella Day. Whether to keep the rain off our head, block the sun, or simply as a fashion accessory, the umbrella may be one of the most practical inventions of all time. Singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. Also on this date, in 1933, the Postal Telegraph Cable Company delivered the first ever singing telegram. And the great tenor Luciano Pavarotti gave his final public performance during the opening ceremonies of the 2006 Winter Olympic Games in Turin, Italy. Pavarotti would pass away in 2007 from pancreatic cancer. If it's your birthday today, you're sure with Olympic gold medalist swimmer Mark Spitz, born in 1950. Golfing icon, the great white shark, Greg Norman, born in 1955. I'm CJ Papa. That's your Fox Daily Snapshot. We're heading into the weekend. Let's see how things are shaping up at the box office. I'm Michelle Polino. I've got you. Titanic has re-emerged back in theaters for its 25th year anniversary. The epic action-packed romance directed by James Cameron, starring Leo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, is set against the ill-fated maiden voyage of the unsinkable Titanic at the time, the largest moving object ever built. Let's go. Also in theaters, Magic Mike's Last Dance, the film that took male exotic dancing to a whole new level, is back starring Channing Tatum and Salma Hayek. This time, Mike, played by Tatum, hits hard times and basically flips the script on Pretty Woman for a new generation. On Netflix, snuggle up with Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon in the romantic comedy Your Place or Mine. Witherspoon plays Debbie and Kutcher Peter, who are best friends and total opposites. She craves a routine with her son in L.A. He thrives on change in New York. When they swap houses and lives for a week, they discover what they think they want might not be what they really need. That's Fox on Film on Fox News. Happy birthday today to actor Robert Wagner, 93 today. The very handsome Robert Wagner. Yeah. Twice married to Natalie Wood. Still married to Jill St. John. And he was on the TV show Heart to Heart. Maybe it's in the trash. It's worth a try. Jonathan, look at this. This is just like the one that came out of David's pocket. What can you do with half a stocking? Well, they could make a stocking cap, a stocking mask. A mask. They must be the ones that broke into Mrs. Capello's. I think you got it. Happy birthday, Robert Wagner, 93 today. The incomparable Patti LaBelle is looking for love. Patti LaBelle is ready to find love again. The iconic R&B singer was on the Jennifer Hudson show and said at 78 she's open again to dating after being married to a man for over 30 years. She explained that they are still very good friends and she has no ill will, saying... It was a great marriage. But I'm too good to be solo. Hudson then asked if she would be swiping on any dating app, to which LaBelle replied, what's that? When Hudson explained, LaBelle said she's seen the commercial and didn't seem interested. However, she does have a nice person in mind, but declined to speak his name. Michelle Polino, Fox News. The incomparable Patty LaBelle. All right. Looking for love out there. 
He was born 130 years ago on this day. Jimmy Durante, actor, comedian, singer, pianist, distinctively gravelly voice. He was the uh, bank robber that made the break for it at the beginning of the movie. It's a mad, 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 mad yeah. world. And his car went careening off the mountainside, and everybody went down to see if he was all right. Maybe we ought to call an ambulance for him right away. I don't know how he survived after all that, the way you went sailing right out there. Look, uh, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I have some medical experience. I, I'm a dentist. Do you think you're hurt real bad? Is he kidding? Now, just hold on, mister. We're going to get you to hospital. You move me, I'll break up in little pieces. But what a deal. Look, there's this dough, see? There's all this dough. 350 G's. Do you hear what I'm saying? 350 G's. In the park. In Rosita. Rosita Beach State Park. Just out of Dago in Santa Rosita. It's in this box. Buried under this... <coughs> Buried under this big W. So he literally kicked, kicked the, the bucket, bucket. Yes. and they all watch it go down the mountainside. That guy's dead. You better believe it. Jonathan Winters. That guy's dead. Jimmy Durante, he was born 130 years ago on this day. And finally, this weekend marks the 30th anniversary of a classic Seinfeld episode, The Outing, in which a student reporter from NYU mistakenly believes that Jerry Seinfeld and George Costanza are gay. <laughs> Pretty funny stuff. 30th anniversary. And do your parents know? Know what? My parents? They don't know what's going on. <laughs> Oh, God, you're that girl in the coffee shop that was eavesdropping on us. I knew you looked familiar. Oh, no! Oh. No! I, uh, I better get going. There's been a big misunderstanding here. Yeah, yeah. We did that whole thing for your benefit. We knew you were eavesdropping. That's why my friend said all that. It was on purpose. We're not gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, of course not. I mean, it's fine if that's who you are. Absolutely. I mean, I have many gay friends. My father's gay. Look, I... Within the confines of his fastidious bachelor pad... Seinfeld and Costanza bicker over the cleanliness of a piece of fruit like an old married couple. I told you that pair was washed. There we go. I mean, how could you two keep this a secret from me? It's not true. Ah, enough lying. The line is through. Now, come on, Jerry. The masquerade is over. You're thin, late 30s, single. So are you. Yeah. Boogie <laughs> do there you go. That's entertainment news in the blur with Stephen Ted. Oh, coming up, we've got the Bushita Business Journal update. Striker Sports Complex attracting three big soccer tournaments. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, 97 and 1330. KNSS 8:50 here on Friday morning. Three big things. Three. Super Bowl 57 Sunday, the Chiefs and the Eagles matchup. Sedgwick County Sheriff Easter says fentanyl has now taken over the drug trade and it's coming north from Mexico. Wow. We're learning more about the Chinese spy balloon, possibly Western-made parts aboard. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Gasoline prices in the Wichita area this morning, all about $2.99 a gallon. That's a very common price out there right now. 
So uh, that's the average we're seeing for the most part, two ninety nine a gallon. Here in Wichita today, traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 43 degrees, clear and cool tonight, the overnight low 20. Saturday sunny, tomorrow's high 49 degrees, now a clear sky, north wind at 15 miles per hour and 24 degrees. 8.51 now, Stephen Ted, stocks closed down of the three major indies, indices yesterday. This morning, uh, S&P is down six and a half points. Dow is down about 21. NASDAQ is off by 48 points here on this Friday morning. Let's get a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. During the past decade, local economic development officials have highlighted the potential for investments in Northeast Wichita's Stryker Sports Complex, trying to bring in high-caliber events. Now, with more than $23 million in facility improvements done, that was aided by Star Bonds, the venue near Greenwich and Highway K96 is set to host three national soccer championships this year alone. U.S. Youth Soccer National President's Cup is set for the second week of July. More than 2,000 people expected to come to Wichita for that. And uh, Stryker is going to host a couple of major college events. The National Junior College Division I Men's and Women's Soccer Championships in mid-November. And the NAIA Men's Soccer Championship. That will be November 30th through December 4th. The work that is now its main focus in Wichita helped generate more than 20% of overall sales for Bombardier in 2022. The Canadian manufacturer said in its fourth quarter earnings report released Thursday that aftermarket services for the year rose 22% to $1.5 billion. The company described that as a full-year peak for service work and credited the aftermarket growth for helping boost total sales by 14% to just under $7 billion in 2022. The primary driver was aircraft deliveries, which ended the year at 123 and included the final three deliveries of the locally built Learjet early in 2022. And that bested previous guidance of 120 deliveries for the year and included 49 deliveries in the fourth quarter. That's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Steve and Ted in the morning and Ted, quite a week. A lot of excitement and building towards Sunday and uh, the big game in Arizona. And uh, it's been fun. Yeah. And now let's find out who, gosh, two teams that I don't think you could, statistically, as you know, they're almost exactly the same. Well, it's the top two teams in the league. Yeah. And and here we have a Super Bowl to match them up. Have the great season. We've got the... uh, the Kelsey brothers going against each mm-hmm. other, and, and I think a lot about that. But I, you know, they're they're competitors, they're professionals, and what the heck, whoever, they're not going to hold a grudge if one of them loses no, or something. Just, and mom won't let them do go that. Go out and settle so, it on the field. Yeah, and so we've got, uh, of course, Kelsey will be. We hope uh, our Kelsey will be really involved. He's with his pass catching and so forth. What a great, what a great, great player. He's Hall of Famer. Of course, Mahomes is a Hall of Famer someday. So th- there you go. And that was interesting that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got the most valuable player award. MVP, not even close. 48 of the 50 votes. That's amazing. MVP of the league. And we'll see if he can get a Super Bowl ring to go with it. That's a young man that uh, I always, I feel, and I hope that leg is perfect. Uh, It looks like he's healed up, doesn't it, Ted? On the the ankle, on the ankle. He's had two weeks to get it ready, so he'll he'll give it a good go. I say one of the things that makes him, has made him good at great is that he is mobile enough that if somebody's covered, he can he can take the ball and run with it. And uh, if he's hurt, maybe not. So that takes away something. But 
We're going to find out. The people are being, I'm not going to a Super Bowl party that I'm aware of. Are you? Just going to hang out at home? Hang out at home. The, the missus and me, we'll be, we'll be watching it together. She has become, you know, when I met my wife, she didn't know a football from a, a, a hedgerow. I mean, she, she knew nothing about sports at all. Not her deal? Nothing. And just the past couple of years, she's really embraced football because of Patrick Mahomes. He just, and she calls him, I love that little guy, you know. He uh, grew up in, uh, in around Lubbock, where she, mm-hmm. she grew up as a kid. She lived in Lubbock for a while. There's that, and the fact that he's, he's so darn cute. And she's, she's just become a big fan. Now she, I think she can even almost explain what a first and ten is. It's <laughs> nice. taken a few years. He's getting there. That's kind of complicated, but there you go. All right, you can hear the game right here on 98.7 and 13.30. KNSS coming yes, up sir. Sunday night, so there you go. Hey, we've got something special coming up on the Glenn Beck program this morning. Former U.S. Secretary of State and Representative from Kansas, uh, Mr. Mike Pompeo. Pompeo. Mike Pompeo is going to be on. And, of course, he's been mentioned as a possible presidential candidate. That's coming up on Glenn Beck this morning. Our 9 o'clock news, the Chinese balloon may have Western-made parts. If you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show. News updates all day with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Get Wichita.